Hello, Mav Mind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the HypnoSales Show. Today, we're talking about the three keys to being a great leader. In my career, I've had the luxury and the opportunity to work with great leaders, re reporting to them, working with them, and I've learned a thing or two about what it takes to be a great leader. I've also worked for a few bosses and managers that were okay leaders, but they weren't great. So I learned the differences between being a good leader and a great leader. And I've boiled it down to three main traits or three main keys that I wanna share with you in this episode and on this podcast today. Uh, the first one on the list is self-awareness. Self-awareness is a key trait, key aspect of being a great leader. And the reason is, is because leaders always know how they're perceived by others. They're always aware of how they come across and the impression that they make on other people. And the, what makes that great is the more you can manage that perception and understand how you're coming across to your team, the better you can get your team to perform and step up to the task at hand. You can get them to work together much more efficiently. Everyone understands the vision more because they understand themselves how they portray themselves to the team. So in other words, their self-awareness is how they portray themselves to the team. And then the team's performance, what the way the team executes is a reflection then upon the leader. So the leader knows that they're a reflection of their team. And they're also always thinking about how, what they say and the way they say things. How is that coming across? How is that affecting the team? Is it lifting them up? Is it creating positivity? Is it encouraging them? Is it inspiring them? Or is it, is it bringing them down? Is it creating confusion? Um, so, so being self-aware of all of that communication and how they are and how they come across is really key and really important. And most teams that follow great leaders really learn to appreciate a, a great leader because of that self-awareness, because they have no doubt that that leader knows who they are and what they're trying to do. So you're more likely, if you're on that team, you're more likely to follow that leader and do everything the leader wants you to do and you're passionate about it because the leader is, it really understands all aspect of what's going on and they understand personally how, uh, how they come across is affecting the whole dynamics of the execution of the project or the task or whatever the team is trying to do. Because ultimately you're trying to lead a team to achieve something and everyone wants to be part of something great. We don't want to just achieve any old thing. We want to achieve something great and we want a great leader to lead us there so we need that leader to be self-aware versus a leader that's not aware at all or they don't care how they come across. That's gonna, that's usually puts bad taste in everyone's mouth. Usually there's confusion. Uh, it, the, that leader is usually more egotistical or narcissistic in nature. Don't really, they don't really care about the team because they don't even care enough uh, uh, to manage that perception. They just care about getting the end goal and they tend to be a little bit more abusive in times at the extremes and, um, and they're just more selfish. And I think that the self-aware leader is more selfless and a team always appreciates a leader that's selfless and self-aware. So that's one key that you always want to look for when you're following someone uh, and working for someone to judge if they're a great leader. And if you're gonna be a great leader, you need to work on your own self-awareness and understanding who you are and how you come across to your team at all times. The second key 
is that great leaders typically will direct up and serve down. Okay, I'll say that again. They direct up and they serve down, meaning instead of directing people below them and then serving and supporting their boss, they tend to flip it around the other way. They tend to direct up to their boss and tell their boss what they need to get their job done because they were hired to get a job done, to get a task done, to finish a project, to take a team and lead a team somewhere, to achieve something great. So they need help doing that and they're always going to direct up to their boss and they're going to tell their boss what they need and they're going to tell their boss what to do. I need you to do this. You need to remove this roadblock. You need to give me this budget. You need to help me do this. This is my plan. I need you to do all of this for me so I can be successful with what I'm doing with my team and what we're working on. So they're always directing up. And then serving down means that instead of directing all of their people on the team, they're serving them saying, what can I do to help you? What do you all need as a team from me so I can serve you? What support do you need? Do you want me to stay out of your way? Do you want me to jump in and help with some aspect? What do you need? I will do whatever you need and I'm dedicated to you. I serve you. You are my boss. So in other words, they're all, everyone that reports to a great leader, the great leader, the greatest leaders always see it, their team as their boss. You tell me what you need me to do. And then their boss is like the person that reports to them and they say, I need you to do these other things for me so I can be successful with my team. So, so I hope that makes sense. It's like flipping it around, directing up and serving down. I made a rhyme there, pretty interesting. Wasn't expecting that on the episode today, were you? <laughs> I wasn't for sure. All right, the third one, hire smarter than you. This is a really key aspect that I have found. Great leaders always hire people that are smarter than them, always. They never hire someone less smarter than them because they don't have the time to train somebody new or to try to hold somebody's hand. They wanna hire people that know what they're doing better than they do and they want to learn. Secretly, great leaders always like to hire new smart people, smarter than them, so they can learn from them and they can get better at what they do. Great leaders see that as an opportunity to learn from the best by hiring the best. So they, they don't want to hire someone less smarter than them or that don't know as much unless on a rare occasion they're trying to mentor somebody and maybe they're doing it more out of, you know, uh, they just feel like it might be better for that person and for them to, to go into a mentorship type situation uh, where it's to the, their advantage and the leader's advantage to do that. For, but for the most part, what I, I haven't really seen that very much. It's usually the great leaders or the greatest leaders are always hiring people that, are, that can lead the team themselves. They want to fire someone that's as good or better than them. And then they just want to like pick their brain and learn and expand their own skill sets. And that's how they become even a greater leader by surrounding themselves with great people that know exactly what they're doing at all times. And so that's uh, uh, the third and final key in this list of three keys here. So if you want to be a great leader, work on your self-awareness and, and getting the feedback from people. How do you come across? Uh, get other people to kind of share that with you so you can learn uh, how you communicate, videotape yourself, record your calls, listen to yourself, rehearse the lines, work on your character. Like I've talked about working on your developing your sales character in a previous video, work on your leadership character. What kind of leader do you want to be? Work on that and become self-aware so you know exactly how you come across. Learn to give directions up to your boss and to uh, give support and serve down towards your team so they can be successful and just flip it around like that and always hire people that are smarter 
than you are so you can always continually learn how to upskill your performance and your skill sets by surrounding yourself by really smart and fascinating people. My name is Maverick. I hope you found some value in this lesson today, in this episode. I look forward to seeing you on the next HypnoSales Show. Until then, happy selling, and we'll see you later.